Welcome to Parenting in Queens. I am your host, Cecia Falcon, and in every episode, I get to speak to incredible people that are honest about their parenting journey and why they choose to raise their children right here in Queens. I operate a group family daycare program called Tiny Bear's House, and it has been 10 years now. Working alongside many new parents, it inspired me to create this podcast. The importance of connecting is crucial in this new phase of our lives, and I hope this is a channel for empathy and community building. Before we listen to this episode, I just want to say that I'm a big fan of Cher. She's a midwife and was my midwife for the delivery of my two boys. So there's tons of giggles and um, also the baby woke up and I was with him during the interview so you may hear some coos and goos and movement. I'm sorry about that. I try to edit as much as possible. And thank you for listening. So now for our time for our episode. Cher is a licensed midwife and very passionate about birth work. In addition, uh, every year she participates in Miles for Midwives, uh, a race to raise money for midwifery support and education. Last but not least, she was my midwife for the birth of my two boys. So welcome so much to Parenting in Queens, and I've been looking forward to this moment since the idea came up. Well, we'll talk a little bit about your life, your family dynamics, and the amazing work that you do. Uh, my first question would be, what is your personality like? Like, are you very structured, you have a plan to your day, or is it more like a free, caring person? Let's see how it goes. It's actually a little bit of both. Um, because uh, I, I do... Uh, a lot of prenatal appointments, postpartum appointments in people's homes. I do have to keep a certain amount of structure to my life. But um, especially during this pandemic, um, I, I actually feel like my structure is much looser. Uh, my schedule changes often from day to day. I'm working more from home with telemedicine, generally very easygoing. Um, uh, people often say that they like my, my presence at births because of that calmness. It's very true. <laughs> you bring the zen, to, especially to the day of, but like through the journey of being pregnant, like, because, you know, as women, we have going through so much and every day is different and we get all stressed out, worried about any little thing. So like when you come in, it's like, oh, OK, mm-hmm. a big wave of calmness. So I can attest to that. Yeah, it's physiology at its best. It, it, it's, it's something that your body already knows how to do. And to, to sort of instill trust in people or to to help encourage you through that process, it, it, it really benefits the whole circumstance, the whole pregnancy, to know that in fact what is happening is very normal. And I, I implicitly trust that. Were that, you that, always this way or was it something like you trained a little bit in certain things or is this just like how no, your personality I think, is? I think I've always been this way. This way. You're blessed. <laughs> so even Cher has bad days how would you recover from a bad day what do you do (sighs) a bad day is a is a really busy day uh, where I don't have a lot of time for myself um, or I should say any time for myself um, where a lot of my clients um, need me and there's a lot of uh, small fires that need to be put out um, 
um, our uh, fearless leader says something incredibly idiotic and that just really brings me down and, and my family down. You know, I, I, I can't help but think about that glass of wine that's at home when I get there. Um, I, I, I just amazing support from uh, my partner and my kids. My kids are really amazing and very empathetic um, to my moods and, and feelings. So it, it, it's, it, it's amazing. I have a really great support system around me. That's really great to hear. And what is what are some of your nourishing meals that you love? Uh, I am just just pasta, pasta with lots of vegetables, garlic, tomatoes, um, just just comfort foods. I, I gravitate towards that, and of course, I I struggle with that as well. <laughs> oh, we all do. That's like my favorite as well. Yeah. So you mentioned that you have a great support system with um, your family. Was it always that way um, throughout motherhood? Did you always feel supported or did you have to work at it? Make make sure you have really good people around you. No, I've, I've had to work at it. Uh, and I found people to support me along the way because I was having kids. Uh, I, I, I gravitated towards a, a group of women that really became sort of my backbone um, in the younger days. When and my first marriage was failing, I, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't have done what I, what I have done to go to school, to, to be a labor and Delivery nurse to become a midwife without my friends um, from that time period. They really had my back. They helped me with the kids. I, I just, there's so much credence to, uh, it takes a neighborhood um, to, to, to keep children alive, to keep them happy, to keep mom sane. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it, it was harder when my children were younger. Um, like I said, I have... Um, to failed marriages, and I've been the primary caregiver for my three children. Um, and it, it's it's often, you know, it, it was often a struggle um, financially and sometimes just emotionally trying to stay happy and keep my kids happy. But, you know, throughout, I, I leaned heavily on my friends. Um, I believed in myself. I believed that I could succeed. In what I was doing, I just knew it was going to take a lot of work and a lot of time. Um, and I, I just, I can't believe how fortunate I am today to to be a midwife. I, I, I'm, I'm 12 years, I've been a midwife now, and it's it's everything that I've ever wanted in my life. I, I, I just absolutely love my job. I'm so glad that you are, because you're really amazing. So you have three kids, and they're 20... 17 or 22, 22 19, and 19. 19. 12. <laughs> oh my gosh, you just told me that. I forgot. It's in the mom brain. So what has motherhood taught you so far? Oh, patience. Patience. Maybe I wasn't so patient before I had kids. <laughs> um, it's, it's really, it's, it's funny how it's actually taught me about mortality and about individuality and it's it's really amazing how children are completely themselves really from the minute they're born and you know I, I've, I've been their guide and to teach them about life and and help them 
experience things, but you know, I, I can't make decisions for them, you know, beyond the, the early days. And now that they're, they're older adults, um, you know, I, I feel like they're very well-adjusted individuals. Um, and I, I like to think that it was because of the way I raised them. I, I, I really took, um, I, I took the route of being more of a friend um, than a disciplinarian with my kids. And I don't know if that was the right one, but it worked for me. I, I was uh, an avid co-sleeper. I breastfed my kids uh, for three and four years. Um, I just, I, I just wanted to give them the best and most opportunities that I could possibly give, you know, even when times were hard and we were struggling, you know, to pay rent and, uh, and I think that it has really made a difference in their lives and, and their outlook on life. That's really good. Um, and now that you, you know, motherhood is just such a pivotal moment. What, when you hear the word mother, like what does it, what does come to you? What sort of words or description comes to you? I, I, I think it, motherhood and, and, and being a woman who becomes a mother is just, it's almost like the culmination of her life. Um, just that she, she, she creates life in, and brings it into this world and nurtures that life, um, you know, however it may proceed. It just, I, it's just the epitome of just greatness and, and wonder and amazement that so many women um, do this and, and succeed. And I mean, look at all the, the people around us. Um, I don't know. I'm not giving it much. But it's very open to, right? Because Better word. More, more grandiose, but... <laughs> <laughs> it is true. It's hard to put into words. It's just this big mm -hmm. emotion. Yeah. What um what was your path into becoming a midwife? Uh, my first child was born, and it was such a life altering experience that I just it just propelled me into this world. Um, I I couldn't believe that I was capable. Of growing a child, of birthing a child, um, I, I knew nothing about my body. I knew nothing about my capabilities. I, I think until that moment that my first child was born, and it, it just—I became a doula. I became a labor and delivery nurse. I was a birth assistant for other home birth practices. So now, um, you know, you've had a lot of experience—twelve years of caring for so many women—and. Carrying them from them in New York City is such a diverse group. In in your experience, can you tell me a little bit about how different it is on with four black women? Because we're seeing a lot of um, awareness towards like birth work, minorities, but especially black women. I had a lovely birth uh, maybe six months ago, and um, the. There was um, some very mild um, medical issues where I wanted to transfer the mom. Her heart was racing, um, the, the, it, and it just didn't seem to be resolving. And I, I told her that um, you know we should transfer, and and she looked at me. This um, young uh, African American woman looked at me and said, "Am I going to be okay?" I really am scared to go in the hospital. I know what the statistics are for 
black women in hospitals and I'm really afraid that I'm going to lose my life by going to this hospital. Um, it, it was, it, it really made me feel awful that, that, that she, that the care that I felt was appropriate for her was something that terrified her. Um, and, and I think that was one of the primary reasons that she sought out, um, out of hospital birth, um, with me, um, uh, Luckily, the hospital experience um, was fine, and she was discharged 24 hours later. Um, um, but I, I stayed with her in the hospital, uh, you know, most of that night. Uh, I questioned the nurses. I told them what her concerns were. And she felt that um, by m me being there with her and talking to the staff, that it, that it actually really altered the care that she got there, which also is rather devastating. Um, I, I, I don't know, it's, racism is, is so insidious in our culture and, and the way we care for people. And it's, it, it's awful, it's awful. And I wish, I wish there was an easy answer for it. Um, my daughter is um, is biracial, and I, I think about this for her going forward in life. Um, and I, I just hope that I'll be able to educate her so that she doesn't feel that marginalization and and the, you know the outright discriminations. So much to. It's so complex, so I'm so grateful that you yeah. um, gave your insight about it. There's just, um, like I said, it's such a complex subject and it's very, uh, has so many nuances like yeah. in everywhere. But the good thing that is coming from everything, from this awareness is that it's, unfortunately, this is global. So it is igniting a global conversation you know, mm -hmm. and hopefully we can set a good example about it. And that's all we can do. I think by working with families on a one-on-one -on -one basis, developing trust, providing the care that I can offer people in their homes, it really makes a difference for that one family at a time that will start to spread. You're going to tell your friends they're going to have a better experience with their birth as a result of your birth. So I think that, you know, one, one birth at a time, it will be, will be part of the revolution anyway. Yes. Thank you so Thank much. You. Um, so now I know that you're so busy with birth work and three kids, but you're and along other midwives have started a nonprofit birthing center. So Just for fun, yeah. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> yep. to go through it. And how's it going? It's going great. Um, because of the um, pandemic, the New York State has actually pushed through the regulations that have been sitting on a desk for the last, you know, almost 12 months. Um, they've been pushed through um, and uh, and now we can actually physically move forward. We um, have identified two locations that we are in negotiations with um, to sign a lease. Um, one is in the Bronx up uh, near Fordham, and the other is uh, in Brooklyn, um, actually near uh, near Wyckoff. Um, and so we 
we're very excited. Um, um, we want to address um, head on this issue with the um, a woman of color's um, maternal mortality rates. Uh, we, by offering, um, we're going to accept Medicaid as, as full payments. Um, we're going to make sure that our staff um, is, uh, our, includes people of color. Our board right now um, it has people of color on it. Um, we're in contact with several um, uh, organizations that grant money um, towards people who have a plan that is, is, is like a, that sort of has a, a, a direct plan towards um, meeting these needs of, of um, people of color. That's great. So when do you think it can open? 20, uh, we're thinking probably realistically January 2021, so. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And in yep. all the things that you're involved, what are you most excited about? Honestly, I'm excited about that next baby that's going to be born. Um, you know, sometimes my day is long and I'm tired. Just, just actually like last Last night, it's like, oh, I got home, long day, I'm eating my dinner, and my phone rings. And I'm like, oh, ooh, you're in labor. Oh, that sounds great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head over. That's it, you know? And everything just fades away. And even if I'm tired, if I've been up, just being at births is remarkable. It's so, I'm just in awe of the power that women have. And that's Really, frankly, I, I look forward to that moment when the next baby is going to be born. And you get to do it all over again. It's amazing. Again. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Cher, for your time and your insight. I really love talking to you. Uh, can you let us know, like, the website for your practice, for the birthing center as well, and where we can find you online? Sure, sure. Uh, my home birth practice... Uh, Uh, is midwiferycarenyc.com. Um, for the birth center, we are Haven Midwifery Birthing Center, um, also.com for our website. Okay, so I'll make sure to leave that on the show notes. Thank Thanks. you so much for your time. Yay, thank you. Oh, it is so good to see you, Cecilia. My biggest takeaway from this episode is how amazing mothers are. I was reminded that motherhood is the highest divine role. I know this can be easily forgotten on our day-to-day -day tasks. So this is a really great reminder. Thank you so much for coming along with me in these episodes and have a wonderful summer, everyone. This is our last episode until the fall. Take care. <laughs>